Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Joining us now, Sean Scalen, the comptroller of our great state of Connecticut. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the show. Hello. Lisa, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, today's a big day here in our area. We've got a mayoral primary going on. We've got a voting day. Yeah. And there's a special election in West Haven, too. So you're. Oh, is that right? Yeah, for state rep. Oh, okay. Okay. What town do you live in? I live in Guilford. You're in Guilford. All right. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on, not to mention New Hampshire. So it's a big day. Yeah. Yes, I heard your uh, your last conversation a little bit. So yeah. it is a it is certainly a big day in American politics. It is. It really is. All six votes for Dixwell Notch went to Nikki Haley, but that can mean nothing. Who knows what's going to happen there? Well, historically, it was a little bit of a, a predictor, but I'm not so sure that anybody can predict our crazy, insane politics today. So, that's so we'll true. see. And that's so true. So, and of course, you're on the sidelines now, but you were a state rep for quite a while, right? I was a state rep for eight years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you know what I wanted to ask you about? I think I saw that you had spoken out about the maternity care situation yeah. in Connecticut. And just tell us how your position uh, is affected by that or has an influence over that. Or were you speaking simply as somebody who cares about maternal health in Connecticut and you happen to have the bully pulpit of being the comptroller? Talk to well, us. Well, it's a little bit of everything. I Most people don't realize this, but as the state comptroller, I run the largest employer-sponsored health care plan in the state. 300,000 people get their health insurance through negotiations that I do uh, on their behalf. And as a result of sort of having the insurance plan for about 10% of our population, we're very, very involved in the healthcare landscape in Connecticut. And there is a bit of a concerning thing happening lately when it comes to the the closure or the attempted closure of several of the maternity wards within various hospitals across our state. 
And so I'm having these conversations in my comptroller hat, but I'm also having them as the youngest person to ever have this job and somebody who's got a one-year-old and a four-year-old right. and just watched my wife uh, you know, go through this crazy, insane process. And so uh, as a young parent and as the comptroller, uh, I'm starting to have some of these conversations because it's something that a lot of people are worried about in our state. Well, I saw that I think it said Johnson Hospital, something with Johnson in the title, that they, yeah. were, they were paying a penalty. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want the penalty. I want you to keep the maternity ward open. What's going on? Yeah, so that's uh, Johnson Memorial Hospital, which is up in uh, Stafford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, they're the third hospital after Wyndham in the northeastern part of the state and then Sharon Hospital in the northwestern that has applied um, to close their maternity wards. And all three are very different cases, and all three are very complicated, and I do understand some of the motivations of wanting to close them from the perspective of the hospital owners. But my job um, is to make sure that we're finding the right balance between making sure um, that the experience is safe for the women uh, and and the families and the babies, um, but also that women are going to have a place to go to have a baby. Um, And it's a lot to ask somebody to drive, uh, you know, a long distance when they're in labor. Um, And I would never have wanted to drive my wife. I was already freaked out. (laughs) And we live 10 minutes from Yale. Uh, I would have been pretty freaked out to drive a long distance. And so we're having these conversations today, and, and I've had a lot of them before. Um, to see what we need to do as a state to make sure that every woman in our state has the the right and safe place to give birth to a baby. Well, I saw that the Wyndham Hospital, that they were flatly rejected. I don't know who the powers that be are that rejected them, but they have not been given permission to close. They actually were given permission to close. Um, I and they were not. Wait a minute. Yeah, Sh- Sharon was denied. Wyndham was approved. There are long um, appeals processes that take place in, in both of these cases. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Wynd- Wyndham actually was approved. How did I miss that? I thought I saw the other one. Or maybe I made a mistake. Obviously, I made a mistake. I thought I saw that they were denied the right to close. So Wyndham is definitely closing? Wyndham has been closed for a couple years, uh, and they were ratified to to allow that to happen. Um, And there were some conditions within that. So this is going to get very wonky, but to your point about, I don't know who does this, there's an entity in the state called the Office of Health Strategy, and anytime anyone wants to either build a healthcare facility or to scale back one, they have to go through a process known as Certificate of Need, where they go to the Office of Health Strategy and make their case either for or against doing something. And in, in this particular case, uh, the Office of Health Strategy granted Wyndham's ability to close it down, which is really Hartford HealthCare's ability because Hartford HealthCare runs the hospital. Um, but they, they did include some conditions, which I think actually were really good, um, like requiring a Hartford HealthCare to pay for and arrange transportation for women that are in the Wyndham area to go to the hospital that now they're going to have to go to to spread the word about this, to do a, a whole bunch of other things that I think are good for the consumer. Okay, well, I want to say something. I have a daughter who is about to give birth in a few weeks, poo-poo, God willing. 
And I want to say something about prenatal care, since I'm talking mm. to somebody who cares a lot about how health care yeah. services are administered. Uh, she is having her prenatal care in New York. So it's not Connecticut, but it could be Connecticut. And that's why I wanted to let you know this. Yeah. Um, I am very unhappy, very unhappy that it seems that the standard of care for prenatal care has changed in that these uh, the OBGYN practices now go one month in person and one month on Zoom. Hmm. And then one month on person and one month on Zoom, which means a full two months, and sometimes it's longer than that, between the time that my daughter's blood pressure has been taken, mm-hmm. someone has taken a look at her, someone has put her on a scale. Now, in between, occasionally, they do a sonogram in a hospital, they monitor the baby, but they are not really caring that much about my, my daughter. And I am really very unhappy to see that this is what prenatal care has devolved to post-COVID. I'm really unhappy with it, Sean. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. And I obviously can't speak to your daughter's specific situation, but what I can speak to is that, you know, over 80% of the pregnancy-related deaths are determined to be preventable. And the leading cause of these, you know, whether it's the mother or the baby, are things like you just referenced, heart disease, infection, hemorrhage, things right. that you find out when you have that good quality prenatal care. That's right. And I think um, it's incumbent on all of us, you know, there's nothing more important to us than a child, and there's nothing more valuable than a child. And so, uh, we got to get this right, Lisa. And here in Connecticut, you know, under the governor's leadership, we're, we're doing a lot to try to invest in primary care to make sure that there's a place for people to go all the time, um, but then to make sure that everyone has access to that prenatal care that they need to stay healthy and make sure that baby is healthy. Well, I wouldn't mind you, as long as you're going to be at this roundtable, I wouldn't mind you drilling down into a little bit about this, because I would like to know what the standard of care is. In other words, is this a way for these medical practices to make more money so that they can see more people via Zoom? Is it an insurance issue where insurance companies all of a sudden don't want to pay for in-person visits? I can just tell you that I've been shocked, really shocked at the standard of care. And this is a fancy pants, you know, prenatal OBGYN associated with Cornell Hospital in Manhattan. Mm. And I'm really unhappy. It's a little bit of everything probably, right? Um, And, you know, telemedicine is great when I have a cold or I have pink eye that I get from my kids all the time because they don't wash their hands enough. 
all I need is an eye drop prescription from my yeah. doctor because I know what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Telemedicine and prenatal care are sometimes things that I don't know go together. And I, I would want my wife to be seen by somebody in person. And, and thankfully, you know, a lot of people do. But not everybody has access to that. And that's what we're trying to talk about today. Okay. I'm glad you're going to talk about it. Uh, we're chatting with Sean Scanlon, 203-333-9422, if you want to pick up the phone and you have a question from our comptroller. I do want to thank you for a rayrx.com. I yeah. want to mention, I know this was your, your deal, and uh, it was so easy for me to put it on my Apple phone on my wallet, and so easy for me. I cannot tell you how easy it was to sign up for arrayrx.com. I now look to it before filling a prescription to see if I can get it cheaper. And I really appreciate the way it's a it's a really seamless user face interaction. You did a really good job. That's great. And just, you know, for your listeners, ArrayRx is the first ever drug prescription drug discount card that the state of Connecticut is offering and it's run by my office. The governor and I introduced legislation last year to create this. And so far, we've had, um, you know, tens of thousands of people sign up for this. And the average savings, Lisa, so far in the first three months has been $200 to the really? people who are signed up. So wow. that's a big deal for people yeah. on a fixed income. Um, sure and we're just trying to spread the word that right now, if you're listening to this show, you can go to Array, A-R-R-A-Y, rxcard.com, download this free card, and you can use it at 98% of the pharmacies in our state. No, it's really easy. It's fabulous. It also easily lets you look for the drug that you're looking for, and then it gives you a list of pharmacies within your zip code area in which you can get the drug, and it will tell you it's available for $102, $103, $94, $96. And then you can decide where you want to go get the drug. It's really fantastic. I mean, I really, and I am very untechy. So for me to tell you that it works means that you made it for dummies like me, which I really appreciate. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, we try to make it as easy as possible, and, and so far we've had a lot of people say it's great, but what we're trying to do is, is get everyone to sign up for it because this card won't, won't help you unless you sign up for it. And, um, again, it's really quick and easy, and you can do it at ArrayRxCard.com. And the thing that people need to know is it's for you whether or not you have insurance. In other words, it's not – it doesn't matter whether you're insured or uninsured. You can still get the benefit of the discount. So that's what's doesn't really matter at all. Yeah, it's yeah. it's anybody, any age, any insurance status. You can download this card and, and use it at, at your pharmacy. So one other thing, and this is obviously leaving on some good notes. Uh, you you forecast just a couple of weeks ago, one hundred seventy eight million dollar fiscal surplus, according to the Connecticut News Junkie, which was twenty four point one million dollars than you thought it was going to be than the last month, but according to this, $221.7 million less than was budgeted. So even though we're in the black, we're not in the black by as much we thought we were going to be in the black. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, for those listeners who have been following this closely and hear me when I come on, you know, we've had five consecutive years of budget surpluses here in Connecticut, which is quite a stark change from where things were five, ten years ago. 
And it's true that our surplus has declined, but it's also really important for people to remember that we still have a surplus. And mm-hmm. the, the crazy surpluses that we saw during the height of the pandemic, uh, when you know tax revenue was going through the roof, um, you know, were never going to last. And so the surpluses are now kind of down to where they should be. And uh, as a result of that, you know, I think we're we're seeing some. Uh, you know, continued positive news here when it comes to getting our fiscal house in order. So my question is, when I see the word budgeted, my question is, does that mean that we were going to be spending $500 million of surplus, but now we only have $178 million to spend? And if so, does that mean some programs are going to be cut? Or does just that mean less in our rainy day fund to put away? No, it's it's about revenue coming in. So when the when the budget gets uh, adopted, they think a certain amount of money is going to come into the coffers that they can then use. And sometimes that number changes based on what's happening. The good news is we really changed the way in which we do that budget, which is why we haven't had deficits, because we got better at it uh, and stopped making the mistake that we were making during the Malloy years where we would guess what it was going to be, and then it would be so dramatically ah. off that we'd have to do some really difficult stuff. Um, what we do now is we, we set aside some portion of the revenue uh, and, and keep that there in a very lockbox kind of thing uh, so that we don't have that boomer bust cycle that was really screwing us up during the Malloy years. Excellent. Sean Scanlon, Comptroller in Connecticut. Thank you so much for joining us every month and giving us the skinny. Take good care of our pregnant mommies, will you? Yes. Great to be on, Lisa. Talk soon. All right. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.